You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Big sight, <laughs> new paint. Big sight. Yes. Y'all know how this shit goes. You know, all eyes on me. <laughs> Roll up in the club. Right. All eyes on me. What? I bet you got it twisted, you don't know who to trust So many player hating niggas tryna sound like us Say they ready for the fuck, but I don't think they know it Straight to the depths of hell is where them cowards going Well, all you still down, nigga, holler when you see me And let these devils be sorry for the day they finally freed me I got a caravan of niggas every time we ride Hitting motherfuckers up when we pass by Until I die, live the life of a boss player Cause even when I'm hot, fuck with me and get lost later The future's in my eyes Five double low bins, wanting flashy brains. Uh, bitches pursue me like a dream. Been known to disappear before your eyes, it's like a dope thing. It seems my main thing was to be major, pay the game sharper than the motherfucking razor blade. Save money, bring bitches, bitches bring lies. One nigga's getting jealous and motherfuckers die. Depend on me like the first and fifth thing. They might hold me for a second, but these folks won't get me. We got four niggas and low riders and ski masks screaming thug like every time they pass. All eyes on me, little like a Charge. Lord is making a grip. I told the judge I was raised wrong. 
That's why I blaze shit Was hyper as a kid Owned as a teenager On my mobile calling big shots On a scene major Packing hundreds in my drawers Fuck the law Bitches I fuck with a passion I'm living rough and raw Catch a cases at a fast rate Falling in the fast lane Hustle till the morning Never stop until the cash came Live my life as a thug nigga Until the day I die Live my life as a boss player Cause even getting high These niggas got me tossing shit I put the top down Now it's time to floss my shit Keep your head up nigga Make these motherfuckers your host and producer autumn simmons this is episode 83 movies that are action comedies again movies that are action comedies we actually decided to review beverly hills cop which debuted in 1984 of course starring the only yes the one and only eddie murphy who portrayed Axel Foley. I used to say that. His name is like a little older. I said Axel Foley. They gave me, but the the story is written very well, and we'll get into the characters of Beverly Hills Cop and all the juices, all the fun stuff about Beverly Hills Cop. I've been seeing it for years, for many years, and I never lose touch with this action comedy and i had a good time when i came to visit philly i've been to philly in a while parts of the city that i was enjoying specifically near the museum where everyone likes to see rocky i used to work there years ago the the philadelphia museum and um of course with art absolutely in the midst of all of that i was having a good time that day taking a nice walk beautiful spring day off of the Schuylkill River, where some people do like to have, uh, if they're not biking, some like to be out in the, you know, they like to be on the water on the bay area and having fun with boats and other types of vehicles out on the river. And in the midst of all of that, just walking across the river, oh, it's so beautiful. Do you realize I walked? all the way from the beginning to the middle and the end all the way up to 
Kelly Drive, at the Kelly Drive, and from there, I had lunch there. We used to have a Mexican restaurant there, and the name will come to me at some point, but the bus had always been off of Manayunk, and so the bus also is now right there on Kelly Drive. I had a good lunch there. It was delicious. The turkey burger with no bread with a small salad was great. And I got my nails done. I had the manicure, the French manicure, and I had my pedicure. And it was a good day. And it happened to be on a Wednesday. And so then on Friday, my cousin and I, we did venture a bit to Atlantic City. It was cooler, but it was fun. And we had lunch there as well. I was enjoying just to be at the beach for a bit even if we weren't there that long but we're talking chick and peets okay chick and peets all right chick and peets and i used to like some things that they used to have back in the day but yeah i i had a crab cake and it was delicious the crab cake was good and the patriot punch Mm, it was good too. I like to drink, and there's a else I was falling like with. Uh, I every once in a while I might have a little wine, something in nature to that. I had rose, moscato, was so good. I got the small one. I don't get anything too large with that, and and in the mist, yeah, I can stay in Philly forever. But in the mist, that was fun, and so we're gonna get back to this because most of what you're going to be hearing is most of character you're gonna hear eddie axel foley axel foley axel foley friends frenemies and enemies axel and foley these villains <laughs> and yes we came in with tupac all eyes on me yeah mistake mr but that was the other song. How do you want it? That's, that's on the album too. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. Yeah. Although this, I can't rap like Tupac. I can't rap like him, but I be trying. <laughs> yeah, I be trying. So much trouble in the world, bitch. Don't nobody feel your pain. Stop shooting. Damn. I thought they was doing extra and I said, oh yeah, it's Memorial Day. <laughs> Relax. Those are just firecrackers Woo. <sighs> can nobody feel your pain yeah i had to say that because we came in with glenn frey which is the heat is on yeah so we're gonna take a little pause and then we'll come back in because we're gonna talk more reviewing movies that are action comedies this is beverly hills cop 1984 that's how that Okay, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. I don't know what he is saying. I don't know what was being said. Okay, we'll be back.
Nervous, some people, huh? <laughs> May I help you? Yes, you have a reservation for an Axel Foley. Well, let's see. I'm sorry, I don't see anything under that name. Uh, check Rolling Stone magazine's Axel Foley. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> no, no Rolling Stone, no Axel Foley. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, that's all right. You guys probably just made some kind of mistake with reservations. Why don't you just give me another room now, go up and go to sleep? I'm sorry, sir, but there are no rooms available. Don't you think I realize what's going on here, miss? Who do you think I am, huh? Don't you think I know that if I was some hot shot from out of town that pulled inside here and you guys made a reservation mistake, I'd be the first one to get a room and I'd be upstairs relaxing right now. But I'm not some hot shot from out of town. I'm a small reporter from Rolling Stone magazine that's in town to do an exclusive interview with Michael Jackson that's going to be picked up by every major magazine in the country. I was going to call the article, Michael Jackson is sitting on top of the world, but now I think I might as well just call it, Michael Jackson can sit on top of the world just as long as he doesn't sit in the Beverly Palm Hotel because there's no niggas allowed in there. Excuse me, sir. It seems that we do have a, a last-minute cancellation. Uh, there is a room available. It's a suite, but uh, I'll only charge you the single room rate. Thank you. I'm sorry I got upset. It's probably from jet lag or something. I'm very tired. I understand, What's sir. What's the rate, anyway? Uh, that'll be $235 a night, sir. I'm fine. My name is Serge, and how can I help you? Um, yeah, I'm looking for Miss Jenny Summers. It's very busy today. Maybe you give me your name? My name is Axel Foley. And uh, what is pertaining? I didn't understand what you said. Pertaining, what it's meaning, regarding. Oh, what's it regarding? I'm an old acquaintance of hers. Donay? One moment. Don't you want to tell me, Summers, that uh, Mr. Ahmed Foley is here to no, see... Axel Foley. Axel. Ahmed, Ahwell. Axel. Foley is here to see her, 
These are all the coins. Don't need this. Discover this stuff. It's I'm like sorry. the breast of a dog to scrub for the customer. It's not sexy. It's animal. No, it's not sexy at all. May I offer you something to drink? A wine, a cocktail, a, a espresso? No, I'm fine, thank you. I'll make it myself right back there with a little lemon twist. It's good. Try it. No, I'm, I'm fine. I see you look at this piece. Yeah, I was wondering how much something like this went for. $130,000. Get the fuck out of no. here! No, I cannot. It's serious because it's a very important piece. Have you ever sold one of these? Sell it yesterday to a collector. Get the fuck out of here! Somebody else, I said it myself. <laughs> Axel Foley, what on earth are you doing here? How you doing? I'm fine. Hold a second, I'll be right down. Great. Excuse me, Serge. side of the car put your hands on the hood why what's what you got you heard what he said sir do it right now please what kind of shit is this man hold up wait a second you guys are arresting me for getting thrown out of a fucking window i got thrown out of a window man gun partner sir you are under arrest you have the right to remain silent anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law you have the right to have an attorney present during questioning yeah i understand i understand the rights I know this is bullshit, though, man. I got thrown out of a fucking window. Please get in the car, sir. Yeah, but tell me, sir, what's the charge? Possession of a concealed weapon and disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace? I got thrown out of a window! What's the fucking charge for getting pushed out of a moving car, huh? Jaywalking? This is bullshit! should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. All right, and welcome back to Quirk of the Day. Still your host, no Autumn. Yeah, still your host, no Autumn. Producer, Autumn. Autumn. You know, we're back. This is again episode 83, Movies That Are action comedies beverly hills cop 1984 i was thinking if 
Ernie and Bert or Bert and Ernie of Sesame Street if they could rap like Tupac? There's no trouble in the world, baby. That would be so amazing. There's no trouble in the world, baby. If did their thing, that would be so weird. And, <laughs> and Kermit, oh my gosh, it would be crazy if Kermit knew how to rap. I think Kermit has rap. Someone others can mimic Kermit. And maybe Miss Piggy, she probably does her thing. <laughs> I know it's weird. That's why you listen to Quirky today because it must be normal. No. So we came back because I was thinking Beverly Hills Cop, if I'm not mistaken, there were only three of beginning with the first and then the sequel and then there was a we want to call it a trilogy number three okay so the best is always usually usually number one sometimes number two could be better because i've seen that with yeah <laughs> no we're not talking that no i like i like that too but we're talking about the ghostbusters <laughs> you thought i was gonna say something else Blockbuster, yeah, Blockbuster, we needed Blockbuster at that point, but in the midst of this, I was thinking, as many times as I've seen this particular wonderful comedy, Beverly Hills Cop, I, I was wondering, as many times as I've seen it, I would kind of forget some things, not because it's negative or bad, but then I'll go back to it, and I like that part of that is when you get to see it again if you haven't seen it in a while and you'll see things you didn't notice before and it makes it more interesting and then you see why it's a good movie right so we don't always have to remember every aspect of everything we can forget a bit but i don't have to remember every aspect for thousands of years but then go back and say oh my god it's still funny oh my god it's still funny why is it so funny it's funny it's funny and it, and it is and eddie is hilarious because he's my favorite to this day he will usually be one of my favorite comedians, whether he is on stage, basically stand up, or if it's a movie. Okay, so in the midst of that, he would no, definitely number one. I have my tens and I have my twenties. We'll get into that another episode on how far I would extend my idea my critique of my favorite you already know eddie murphy is number one okay so having said that bernie mac is i think i gave him number two and i was getting there with cedric the entertainer yeah that was getting between two and three between him and bernie mac i couldn't decide who was number two and who was number three so in the midst of all of that i love these dolls around me yeah i like the dolls so i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking <laughs> I was thinking my favorite of the scenes. We always have a favorite scene. But before we get to the scene, let's go to the budget. Did you know this budget for Beverly Hills Cop? 13 million. Who knew? I thought that was, when you think of the time, that's a lot of money. I think it was probably like, maybe it was close to 20 something, 30 million of what that would mean later on. And then the box office. Of course, this is. 316 million this is just in the united states and i don't think it's all over the world but in the midst of that yeah so let me look at axel foley he is a police officer 
in Detroit. Isn't that interesting? He would be in Detroit. And that's why they would give him a busted car in Detroit. Like, why? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? Give the man a better car. Give him a better ride. Can we do, can we do that, Inspector Todd? Yes, that was his supervisor, right? His boss. And I like how it starts with Inspector Douglas Todd. Yes, he would always have to spank Axel or reprimand him. Yes, and we'll get to the other part about the way he wrecked the buffet. I love that part. That makes me laugh. You know, that is funny stuff throughout. And it seems that Axel is naughty. He's a naughty police officer and he loves action. He's curious and he likes to kind of not keep in with the law even though he is a what we call one of the law but he has to bow to the law and so you know his inspector Douglas yes Todd was like I'm tired of taking ass for you I'm tired of taking I'm tired of taking for your butt yeah I'm tired of you man and and you do it again just like dad right you do it again you're out on the streets it's almost like he was in high school again almost like and then he said, yeah, you, you didn't chew too much your ass out. That is hilarious. <laughs> it's like the teenagers talking back to his dad. Always got something to say. Can you be quiet? Can you be quiet? <laughs> Stop talking to your elder. What are you doing? I love that. Yes, Axel was fearless. I like that part of the character. Always fearless. Constantly. Always fearless. Fearless, fearless. And it could have led to what it led with his friend, that was Mike. We know his friend, as we know. We know, we know about sometimes our friends. Yeah, so this is Mike Tandino. When he got into some things, they both got into some things when they were naughty. And so one wanted to go the right way, but come on, you know, when you're becoming the law, even if you're a police officer or if you're a lawyer or if you're a so-called judge, right, you're going to do some extra, but you don't have to, but you know how people do get power so in the midst of that they grew up as kids when we're talking about michael mickey is it mickey yeah michael mickey or is it mikey yeah i think it's michael mikey tandino they grew up as kids and so mikey had to take the rap to serve some time in prison for some things that they did he said why why did you uh, do that why did you do that why i didn't have to go to prison he said because i love you man and it's terrible what happened after they were spending some time because of course when he met his friend again mikey mikey why he breaking in and nigga why you breaking in you know you, you gotta oh you didn't have a phone because you, you you was in trouble you was doing something you know i'm doing okay so you you need a place to stay i get it but you broke in okay you can wait because you didn't want i get it and he up there eating everything out of the fridge leaving the fridge open everything going back to where that had been and you see it could have led to axel foley like being out but we know that's not the story but and then he began telling when i say he mikey began telling axel about the german bearer bones <laughs> did i say that i just said no the german bearer bonds yeah the german bearer bonds of what he found by being nosy and these people are thugs okay these are the mafia you do not play with these so this is what happened he was put down, okay, and this was dangerous, and, and Axel was like, you know, 
because it was his friend and it happened in his apartment. I see why he would want to investigate it because the murder happened around his apartment, like right outside his door. Okay, so when you're seeing that and you're a police officer, you have the law. Naturally, you want to research, you want to investigate to see who did what, right? So we get that. Like I said, it was well-written, directed by Martin Brest, screenplay by Daniel Petrie Jr., the story by Danilo Bach, and also Daniel Petrie Jr., and of course, we don't have to get into the extra, extra, but you know, starring Eddie Murphy, Judge Reinhold, John Ashton, Lisa, I guess like Ill Batcher, yes, and uh, Ronnie Cox and Stephen Burke. <laughs> yeah, we call Stephen Burke off. Yeah. <laughs> so in the midst of that, you remember the other things that I enjoyed about this episode? Well, I like this episode. That's not what I'm referring to. What I enjoyed about this episode is that it's extra, but in the midst of this particular movie, because this is action. So let's keep it in mind. A lot of action is taking place with what's going on, even when it starts on the truck. That's funny. It's hilarious. I, I can't. I need, I need more. I need $5,000. $5,000. Like, that was hilarious how Axel is like you know, basically he's setting it up where he already knows that they are against the law, but the way it came across, they didn't know who he really was. I like how it started and about this truck in Detroit, how that went down and all this other stuff that he found out and all the, you know, that had to be paid for allegedly by the government. The city had to go back to all the damage that had taken place. And we see this in a lot of the action pictures and all this other stuff. And so it's interesting. So we go from Detroit and eventually we do get to Beverly Hills, California. And so you see it's a whole nother lane. It's a whole nother land. And it's interesting that when you see aspects of the first two police officers, they are these two blonde guys that makes it so Hollywoodish. You know, it's hilarious. And we do it by the book. No, they don't. They're liars. They don't do it by the book either. You see in the end, they didn't do it by the book. But it's hilarious. And so I like when after Axel had been told and warned once again by Inspector Inspector Todd. He told him, like, if you go out Beverly Hills and you get into this and you already been warned again, you out. And he let him know because that's another lane and it could lead to other additional trouble for all of them over there. And so in the midst of all of this, we see a lot of fun stuff. I like it this time. Michael Jackson was at the top of this again. When I say on the top of the world, the thriller. And so you see people walking around like Mike during this time. And then it was cute how it was used in this movie. Or I should say how it was utilized in the movie. To um, This is what you notice when people are at the top, right? You're going to hear about them in other people's music, other movies other art everywhere of this this is basically what we call what do we call this is it's more than passing being a pioneer but it's leading to what we know iconic statues and figures that would be all over within art and so we would see that this is the time right this is the 80s and so in the midst of this axel brings that up when he's trying to get a room 
in Beverly Hills and he's a little cheat too and so in Misfit he didn't even have a scheduled reservation no he didn't and he tried it he played it and then he used racism he used the race card it was hilarious and you get to hear it because I'm not Eddie but it's hilarious about how far it went he would be real dramatic and it was cute I like a lot of the scenes including Serge Serge is hilarious remember Serge who also is another actor by the name of I think his name I was getting close to his name I think it's Bronken Pinchot if I'm saying his name if I'm looking where I'm looking I'm going to look further I'm going to look further in where I needed to look okay his name is Bronson Pinchot yeah if I'm saying his name right correctly Bronson Pinchot or Pinchot Serge right? Serge is hilarious and remember he also was in a sitcom I realized the sitcom for was almost like eight seasons it's crazy I don't know that perfect strangers was that long and I realized when I was so young watching it on Fridays it was ABC and it was a sitcom he was very funny on that and Serge and I did it myself I was like it was crazy listening to that and how long did you discuss for opinion it was like it was crazy the way he speaks he could barely understand him he was like um I don't I don't understand what did you say yeah Axel did not want a drink no I don't need you to give me a drink I don't need it I don't need it I don't need it and so Again, that is another funny scene with that and then how he can meet Jenny, another former childhood friend who's working at this wonderful gallery and finding how it's all connected to the thug and how the thug who works there, how he actually murdered his friend. Yes, Mikey Tandino. And so there are other episodes that I like, but going back to the, the blonde officer's two blonde officers and how when I looked at some of the character Axel Foley they yeah when I say they those of Beverly Hills Cop they threw Axel out because he came in like a thug right and thrown out of the window and of course they lied exaggerated sound familiar yeah and it was cute enough <laughs> it was funny how the stuntman could be seen and we knew in the beginning when I watched these movies so many times, how did we not notice the stuntmen are not Eddie? <laughs> One of my favorites is when Axel Foley. Axel Foley, again, he went to Victor Maitland's social club. Yes, he went to the social club because they're part of the thug team, the Mason team, right? He goes there while they're having lunch. And I love how he plays this gay character, Ramon. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. You listen to it. You listen to it. It's hilarious. It's funny. And how he has to fight. Finding out who is the other thug who killed his friend, Tendino. And so in the midst of it, the way he threw him over, you see again the stuntman. And not Eddie is hilarious. It's like SNL a little bit. And he's like, oh... Uh, Victor, you teach him how to do that? Roll over shit like that? That's hilarious and divisive. And then he has to go to jail, right? Has, they have to arrest him because of how he came in. He wanted to set it off. He had to, yes, Axel Foley wanted to set it off because he was pissed. But I like how he did his thing. So 
there's so much funny stuff throughout. The customs inspector is hilarious when Axel finds out how all of these bonds, these German bonds, how they go through what we see is not through customs the way it would seem because it has to hide in coffee realms, right? It has to hide in that and hiding so it's not known that it's cocaine in the midst of that and a message for Victor, all this other stuff is just crazy. Again, you'll listen to these and I have my favorites. I have my favorites. And one of my other favorites was the robbery at a strip tease. So that's why we do play Vanity Six Nasty Girl. Like, Nasty was huge in the 80s. And so, and you see the strip tease when you see how all of the, when I say all, just in the beginning, um, Axel didn't get along with Tagger. No, he didn't get along. He's kind of like Tigger in a way. And then it was interesting. He got along with Billy more. And so it's that whole scene. And these are super cops. Like, that is hilarious. That's another scene when they have to go back and tell the, uh, their lieutenant. What do we call him? Bogomil? Yes, Bogomil. They have all these interesting names. Bogomil, we had to tell him about, you know, what happened before also Axel Foley again I like to wreck the buffet <laughs> he's he can hear me through the wall yes he can because he wrecked the buffet <laughs> I like that Taggart did get on the same team with Billy and Axel in the end when they did find out what they did and they know if you could just find the drugs if you, yeah, and then they found their way to go against the law line 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 because they, they wanted to get in on this it, it was exciting they wanted to see if they could find this information and look good, you know, and, and get an honor and, and get a prize and all of the goodies that come along with looking like a hero as a police officer or to be a villain. Some like to be the villains as police officers and want to be the hero. So, and Damon Wayne was also as another character who was working basically where we go and have our meals at the, of the restaurants in uh, hotels and he was known as the banana man that is hilarious of that character that was also fun and let's try not to erect the buffer but having said so much about it let's take a, another pause a hiatus and then we'll come back listen to some more music and if you want to share more about anything about movies that are action comedies if you have any other suggestions for other movies because i'm thinking next time i might do tootsie at some time if it's not the next part of this year <laughs> when i say the next part of this year maybe it might be next year i don't know maybe i'll do tootsie sooner because i have other options for next year you said why where, where are we going i don't know i'm just saying just i was thinking sometimes i take my time with what i want and i may wait and save things you know so having said that we're going to take a pause again and once we come back we'll conclude with beverly hills cop the first 1984 
smoking in here. I'm not going to smoke. No, I'm going to smoke when I go outside. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is your supervisor here? Yeah, he's in the office. Can you go get him for me, please? What's the problem? Are you security here? Yeah. Then you're the fucking problem. Go get your supervisor, please. Now. Now! Okay. Well. He didn't come back yet. What do we do now? We wait. Okay. Can I help you? Are you the supervisor here? Yes, who are you? I'm Inspector Rafferty, United States Customs Service. Has all this stuff passed through customs already? 
No, this is the bonded area. Well, then tell me something. Answer a question for me. How can a black man, dressed like me, just march into your warehouse, walk into the bonded area, and start poking around without anyone asking me any questions whatsoever? Well, I don't know. Well, thank you. That's the, that's the answer I was looking for. Why don't you guys just give me your ID numbers because somebody's gonna lose their job behind this. This guy gave me a match, for Christ's sake. You gave him a match? Listen, listen to me. I do security checks all over the nation. And with the exception of Cleveland, this place has the worst security in the nation. Now, I suggest you guys call your wives because we're going to be here all night. We're going to check the background of each and every crate in this section, starting with this one right here. Wow. You know, it says here that by the time the average American is 50, he's got five pounds of undigested red meat in his bowels. Why are you telling me this? What makes you think I have any interest in that at all? Well, you eat a lot of red meat. I'm looking for Victor Maitland. Uh, you realize that this is a members-only club? Mm-hmm, but I have to talk to Victor. It's very, very important. Are you sure it's Victor Maitland you want? Oh, yes, Victor Maitland, the gray-haired gentleman, very dark-skinned, Capricorn. Victor. Um, well, why don't you give me the message, and I'll take it to him. Okay, I guess I can do that. Um, tell Victor that Ramon... The fella he met about a week ago, tell him that um, Ramon went to the clinic today and I found out that I have um, herpes simplex 10. And I think Victor should go check himself out with his physician to make sure everything is fine before things start falling off on the man. Uh, perhaps you better tell him that. You know, I think that would be best. So do I. should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.